Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Hi, good morning. This is Kieran Hines. You're listening to Mark and Ken on Kyo Lugus Crack. Ah, good morning, folks. Welcome to Kyo Lugus Crack. Oh, uh, yes. Dirty old day out there today, isn't it? Terrible. Do you have, um, or did, did Roser ever teach you any expressions for a day like that out there? Any dirty. good Sligo ones? Dirty Just one. dirty. And, a, and he'd often be, you know, as a, bu- a good buddy of his actually goes over to Spain a lot. Yeah. Donnie McGowan is his name, and uh, he'd call back and he'd say to Roser, "What's the weather like out there?" And he's and he'd look out the window. And he said, "You know that fellow with the sheepskin coat? Well, he's going up there. He said he's bent in two. <laughs> the brolly blown everywhere. I'm, that's what I'm talking yeah. about right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'd say you wouldn't put a milk bottle out in that. That's our <laughs> exactly. Midlands expression. Oh, it's oh. horrible. The plants were blown all over the place this morning. I had to oh, fix them terrible. a couple of times. So, but you know what I did on the way over in the car is I turned on last week's show because I missed a oh, good right. chunk of it. Yeah, and I was all ready to. I was all ready to have a go at you for yeah. it was, I was supposed to get a scone delivery this week <laughs> uh, anyway see. well I walked in this morning folks and uh, Ken gave me six scones from uh, Narita from Narita oh. from last week and uh, I was all I had, a, I had about a two minute uh, I had a two minute uh, assault ready to go on you anyway <laughs> Good so, now, so now I don't know what to talk you about can't. <laughs> you see Narita was great and you better get yourself down to the mass of memory she's baking 400 scones oh, tomorrow alright down all at right. St. Paul's so get yourselves down there and speaking of mass of memory sad news there in the in the Gaelic uh, world this week young yeah. Niall Donoghue yeah passed away at 22 years of age in his home in Galway there and you know yeah. something I was in at Dunn stores in Galway mm-hmm. and uh, during the summer yeah and a fella pointed him out to me. Yeah. Uh, he was in there uh, strapping lad. And yeah, just, yeah. Uh, I haven't heard anything since uh, in terms of what Well, let's see. It, yeah. It's, it, he comes from a, a town called Kilbacanty yeah. in, um, in Galway. A friend of mine actually had to teach me how to pronounce that name. I was struggling with it. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I do believe, though, that it, it's, it's one of these situations where it's going to shine a light on, on Cahill's cause because uh, there seems to be an inference that, that oh. he was going through a very stressful oh, time really? in his life oh, and uh, he didn't seek any help. So... Anyway, uh, you know the the the, uh, the media in Ireland tend to shy away from that, but uh, mm. it would appear. And I think his first cousin is the is the Clare star, the Clare hurler, oh, really? the fellow who is the the new Justin Bieber of uh, of, of hurling, if you will. Yeah, but very sad news. It's yep. awful to see a twenty two. He just turned twenty. Would have turned twenty three right. yesterday. So uh, definitely um, uh, very sad. Our thoughts go out to you know the, the entire GA community when when something like that happens. For but, sure, um, he was yeah. a promising young lad. He, he was uh, helped Galway win the under. 21 championship in 2011 so he did uh, yeah. yeah no and he was a yeah he was a, a, a future star for sure and a favorite man of mine Ronan O'Gara had a big uh, gala dinner I heard Cork, yeah, yeah yeah he was honored down there I'd say there was some good the, speeches the going on there oh yeah mighty yeah I saw <laughs> some of the interviews from some of the guys it was uh, really good yeah of course he was uh, Ireland's and Munster's leading point scorer yes yes yeah. and the most tries for 
a fly half in yeah. Ireland's career. 16 tries. I love Incredible. the way you have the little sparkle in your eye when you talk about O'Gara. Ah, yeah, he's and, good. And yeah. I bet he's never even been to Sligo. Oh, probably not. Yeah. No. And Relations of that claim, way, claim him. Relations. And uh, Jason Quigley from Donegal yes. got the silver in the World Boxing Championship. Yeah. He, he lost mm-hmm. the final there. He did. Some big uh, fella from Kazakhstan took him that's down. That's right. But um, that's great. And I had no idea. I thought Ireland had won some goals. But no. We never won a goal in, in the fact, World Boxing Championship. In fact, that was a, and a first to the final, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So he was really hoping for that. But silver medal. And Joe Ward won uh, bronze. Yeah. So congratulations of good medals. to those lads. He, uh, he lost out to a Cuban fighter. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cuba's always producing the big, yeah, the big uh, boxers. Good, yeah, good yeah. fighters and medals in the cycling too. Um, what do you have? Martin Irvine. Yeah, won uh, gold over in the Tour of Taiwan. Great little country we oh, come from, isn't it? Oh my god, I'll tell you the talent. And then there's the two of us. Yes, right? <laughs> on the opposite end of the scale. <laughs> they wouldn't even we give us a gold medal for this. For a, sure, a balanced. It's a, it's a balanced country. You've got lads like us, and then you've got stars. Oh, indeed. Speaking of indeed. which, now I have to say, you carried that show very well. I, I just hope nobody from CB, from CBC, or, or anybody is listening. Peter Mann's could be picked, be shaking, could be picked up. Yeah. <laughs> Though the only thing I will tell you is that yeah. um, you know. I listened to you with the news mm. that you're doing your Charles Mitchell uh, news read there now. <laughs> Desmond's job is very safe, I can tell <laughs> you that. It. I'm going to tell him today. Yes, no doubt about I'm it. I'm going to tell him no today. Doubt. Good no show doubt. lined up today, though. Yes, we have uh, Sean Higgins calling in to tell us all about the uh, CNE and the right. Eamon O'Loughlin uh, Scholarship Award. So he'll be phoning in and the Heathers uh, will phone in. Yeah. They were supposed to come into studio, but you see, people from Ireland really don't realise how big this country is. And they were in Ottawa last night <laughs> and they thought they'd be able to make it to this show this morning, oh. but uh, unfortunately not. But we'll have them calling in, so that'll be good. They're not doing the private jet thing, no? They're, no, they're not, obviously got not. Yet. They're not at that stage just yet. <laughs> Oh, very good. So uh, there was a big wedding in Sligo last week. The ceremony was up in Dublin. Yeah. Or sorry, I shouldn't say Dublin. Donegal. Yeah. It was up in Donegal, and uh, apparently it was a great occasion altogether. My cousin David Taylor married uh, married his lovely bride Ashling, and uh, there was a big celebration then the following night in Sligo. So we're going to put this first track out to them. His name is, uh, as I said, David Taylor, and Josie, my godmother, yeah, and my aunt, my mum's sister. She was telling me in an email today or this week that uh, she had the feet worn off her with all the dancing. <laughs> but it was uh, quite quite the party. And we're going to send this one out. It's uh, music from uh, East Clare. This time the Brock Maguire Band, who we've had on this show before. And this one's called Taylor's Joy.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right, on the line we have our man in the nation's capital. Mr. Desmond Devoy, how was the wedding last week, Desmond? Hi guys, yeah, the wedding went uh, the wedding went fantastic. Uh, I was looking for you guys uh, up up at the bar, but uh, I, I, um, I I didn't see you there. But uh, it was a it was a fantastic time, and there was uh, there was a flash mob and everything that uh, my brother had uh, organized, and so there was all sorts of. Uh, Lady Gaga like dancing going on, but uh, it, it was a fabulous time was had by all. Although you guys were missed, I must say. Well, I, I was just saying from the outset here as well, uh, Desmond, that your job is very safe after listening to Ken's rendition of the news last week. <laughs> I know. I'm sure Ken did a fabulous job, a fabulous job at yeah, all. Yeah, you have I, nothing I to worry about. Hands. Flash mobbing, <laughs> flash mobbing is what he's good at. <laughs> Next time I need a flash mob organized, I'll put him front and center. There. You better believe it. Go on, give us the news. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Uh, Desmond Devoy here, folks, with the news from Ireland this week. And here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning is a very happy one. A new multi-million pound children's hospital is to be built in Northern Ireland. With a number of delays in major projects originally slated for next year, the money had to go somewhere, and one of the lucky beneficiaries turned out to be the long-promised children's hospital at the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. The final bill for the new site could be 250 million British pounds sterling, with an opening date of 2020 or 2021. The current facility is more than 100 years old. About 16 million will be spent to upgrade the region's three main sporting stadiums, Caseman Park, Windsor Park and Raven Hill. A new faculty block will also be built at the University of Ulster Coleraine, redevelopment of Queen's University Belfast and the removal of asbestos from Strand Millis College in Belfast. In other news this morning, the surviving Irish Republican Army broad, uh, bomber who helped carry out the Shankill bombing in 1993 has said that he is, quote, truly sorry for the loss of civilian life during the attack on a chip shop 20 years ago. Sean Kelly was speaking in Belfast in front of hundreds of Republicans attending a ceremony to remember fellow bomber Thomas Begley on Sunday, who died when the device he was carrying exploded prematurely. Nine Protestant civilians, including two children aged 7 and 13, died in the attack on Frizzle's chip shop on October 23, 1993. 
Kelly called it an IRA operation that went tragically wrong, and the loss of civilian lives, quote, was not the intention of the IRA. Kelly survived the attack and was taken to the Matter Hospital alongside victims of the attack. I am truly sorry for the loss of life and the injuries that were suffered that day and for the suffering the families have endured, said Kelly on the weekend. He received a total of nine life sentences for his role in the attack, but was released in July of 2000 under the Good Friday Agreement. At the weekend, a plaque was unveiled in Begley's honour by his father, Billy, stating he, quote, died on active service. In other news this week, two children are back with their Roma families this week after two allegations that they did not really belong to their families proved unfounded. A two-year-old boy was removed from his family in Athlone, County Westmeath, and a seven-year-old girl was taken from her family in Talla, County Dublin. They were both taken by Gardaí under the Child Care Act and placed in custody care. Both children are blonde and were thought not to belong to their darker-skinned parents. DNA testing proved that the girl's parents were indeed her parents, and the Athlone parents were told, rather told the Evening Herald that they had told Gardaí that they were willing to take DNA tests and even showed birth certificates and Irish passports. The children's ombudsman, Emily Logan, has been granted special powers by Justice Minister Alan Shatter to investigate the Gardaí's role in the matter. Well, it was a busy week this week in Irish history. On October 23, 1969, Dublin-born playwright Samuel Beckett, who penned Waiting for Godot, wins the Nobel Prize for Literature. The same day, a year later, Charles Haughey, Captain James Kelly, Belfast Republican John Kelly, and Belgian national Albert Lux are acquitted of attempting to import arms into Ireland for the IRA. On October 23, 2001, the IRA announced that it would decommission its arms. October 22, 1935, saw the death of Dublin-born Unionist Sir Edward Carson. He represented the Marquis of Queensbury in his legal action against Oscar Wilde and, as an opponent of Home Rule, founded the Ulster Unionist Party in 1905 and the Ulster Volunteer Force in 1912. On October 21, 1879, the Irish National Land League is founded at the Imperial Hotel in Castlebar, County Mayo, and Charles Stuart Parnell was elected president of the league. Also on October 22, 1982, Jerry Adams is elected as the MP for West Belfast, while Martin McGuinness wins the day in Derry. October 20, 1892, saw the birth of General Ian O'Duffy in County Monaghan. He was the first commissioner of Angarda Shikana from 1922 to 1933, and co-founder and president of Fine Gael, as well as supporting the so-called Blue Shirts, the Army Comrade Association. He also recruited Irish volunteers to fight for Franco's troops in the Spanish Civil War in the 1930s. October 20, 1999, saw the death of Jack Lynch, Taoiseach, from 1966 to 1973, and again from 1977 to 1979. He also won an All-Ireland Football Medal for Cork and five All-Ireland Hurling Medals in his sporting days. October 19, 1745, saw the death of Dublin-born satirist Jonathan Swift. Dean of St. Patrick's Cathedral, Dublin, he wrote masterpieces like Gulliver's Travels and A Modest Proposal. On October 19, 1989, the Guildford Four are freed, having spent 15 years in prison for the Guildford pub bombings, which they did not commit. In entertainment news, ladies, you can start swooning now. Hollywood County Dublin actor and model Jamie Dornan has landed the coveted lead male role in the movie version of the controversial book Fifty Shades of Grey, according to Variety magazine. Dornan, 31, lives in London with his singer-wife Amelia Warner. Dornan is best known for his role in the Belfast-placed BBC crime drama The Fall last year, playing a sheriff in the ABC series Once Upon a Time and for being a Calvin Klein underwear model. Last year, he became the patron of Tiny Life, Northern Ireland's charity for premature and vulnerable babies. His father, Professor James Dornan, is a founding member. Filming on the movie starts next Friday, and the filming could be in theatres by next August. Well, I know that the lads back there in Toronto are definitely waiting in line to have their tickets and just 
barely missed getting the cut for the lead role there. There you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland this, ro- this week. Now you're up to date. Before I go, I would like to wish a happy sixth wedding anniversary today to my darling wife, Stacy. Thanks for six great years, love, and here's to many more. Now it's back to Toronto with Ken Tracy, Mark O'Brien, and Alex Young. So until next week, folks, slán go foil. Well, best wishes to Stacy there. That's for sure, Desmond. Thanks a million for that. And, uh, you know, I, well, he probably doesn't know, but we were... We were shortlisted, we huh? Yeah, we were it shortlisted. Was me, you, and Sean Gilroy. <laughs> <laughs> we were shortlisted for that movie. Fifty. Gil- yeah, I don't know how Gilroy. Maybe it didn't was Fifty Shades role. of Grey Hair. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know how Sean didn't get the nod in that one. Shocking bad. Huh? Anyway, there's lots of others. Another Spider-Man movie going to be made. He might be. He oh, might get up for that one, yes. right? He loves yeah. the boxing movies. He though, does. Right. We need a good boxing movie. Get that's, him back in the back in it. back in the corner. Great bit of news there going on in Ireland. Lots of stuff. Lots indeed, of stuff. Indeed. Well, we move on with a wee bit of music here. Tony DeMarco and uh, the Curry Reels and Miss Monaghan. For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. 
Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabin can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabin is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. And the Galway Arms, located at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke, invites you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and also feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. So why don't you to drop in to see the Keane family or call them at 416-251-0096 or visit www.galwayarms.ca for a lineup of everything going on down at the Galway Arms. And I can tell you, I can't think of a better day to be in the Galway Arms than a day like today. Oh, yeah. I remember um, a couple of times now you go down there and you get stuck and, you know, the, you know, the inside part of the window starts to fog up. That's when you know, that's when you know you stay, stay where you are, stay where you are. The patio won't be open today, I'm assuming, though. No, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Here will be blown away off you. (laughs) Will indeed. All right. Well, the next track here we've got is from Satanta, or from Clonad, and it's a, a track called Satanta. It's off their latest CD release. It's a great album. If you get a chance to pick it up, you should do that. Here we go with Satanta.
Lovely stuff from Clonard, a track called Satanta. Well, the annual scholarship that was established uh, this year in honour of the memory of our pal Eamon O'Loughlin at the Canadian National Exhibition uh, was just awarded this week. And we're delighted to have on the line a good pal of Eamon's and a good pal of the community, Sean Higgins. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are things with you? Uh, things are fine. A little chilly, but fine. Yes, it's a little uh, windy and wet out there. A good Irish day, dirty Irish day for us today. It is. So tell us a little bit about this scholarship. You were on the uh, the committee, weren't you, Sean? Yeah, the selection committee. I was. And, and before I start, uh, uh, I'd like to thank uh, Madeline and Teresa, who were also on that committee. Very good. It was very... Uh, it was a very emotional process and uh, and and cathartic, really, uh, seeing his name and uh, all these young people. It was it was quite uh, inspiring. But uh, the scholarship was uh, set up uh, uh, almost immediately, uh, or as immediately as you can when you have a board of governors and, and processes to go through. But there were two fifteen hundred dollar scholarships awarded to uh, uh, two individuals and. Uh, the winners were just recently announced, the uh, Sarah Miller of Richmond Hill and uh, Siobhan O'Meary of Mississauga uh, were the winners. Uh, great, great applications, great essays, uh, as were all of them. The quality was just incredible uh, of all of them, but these two uh, stood above the rest. It was quite nice. Very good. And uh, this is all um, young people who are working at the C&E throughout the, uh, the summer, is that right? Secondary students uh, uh, up to 25 years of age uh, working at the CE, and uh, uh, you know there were criteria: the proof of enrollment, uh, college grades as of the fall, two letters of recommendation, uh, and a five to seven hundred word essay on on two topics: uh, the importance of community involvement and or volunteering, and the second was uh, what you love about Canada. Two things, obviously, very dear to uh, to Eamon for sure, and uh, that's that's really uh, really cool. And uh, this is uh, this is an annual uh, thing that's going to happen now, Sean. Yes, it is. That's great. That's wonderful. And uh, who else was involved in the uh, the committee? You said Madeline and Trassa. Our uh, our president Brian Ashton, uh, general manager David Bedner, uh, one of our. Uh, our board members was also involved, and uh, it was uh, quite an adventure, quite a learning experience as well. I, I the the amount of volunteering these these young people do is just amazing. That's uh, that's that's really cool for sure, and I see that uh, Sarah's off to Boston University, and um, young Siobhan is uh, studying in Glasgow, Scotland. So uh, yeah, they're going far afield. Yeah, they're uh, they're great kids, and and uh, I mean their essays were good. Sarah's is amazing, and uh, you're right. She's in Boston. Uh, I believe it's a Masters of Divinity. She's uh, studying. Wonderful. And is are these essays are they available for for people to uh, to read, or can we get our hands on them that we could post them anywhere? I could uh, find that out for you. I'm not sure. sure. I think that would be very interesting to see if we could. Um I'm sure, obviously, the uh, the authors that have to give their approval as well. But I think that would be I think that would be great. I mean, those are two things that I think are 
would be worthy of sharing. You know, why people uh, love Canada and, uh, you know, anything about community involvement and volunteering. I mean, any... any... Oh, ab- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, so... and uh, we'll start that process and get them to you, or, or get the uh, way to see them to you. Great stuff, Sean. And and in terms of, you know, our listeners, um, if somebody wanted to get involved, if they got young kids or students, uh, how, how can they get involved? Is it a, a matter of applying to the CNE or...? Yes, uh, it's all done on the website now. It's, uh, it's a great system, and it starts up in May. Uh, the hiring process starts up, and uh, you just go online and uh, apply. Unless you're a, a, the older students and uh, wish to work in the casino, there's also an application uh, mm-hmm. that way as well. Great. Very good. Very good. Well, we got the whole story covered on our website. Uh, it's all posted up there if people want to read up on that. And uh, the website uh, that you've mentioned is on there as well. So that's fantastic. Perfect. And uh, it's just one of the many ways uh, our great friend is being honored. It's lovely to see. There's oh, no doubt about it. Great, his, uh, his name uh, should should be, and rightly so, be uh, remembered. And uh, these topics are, uh, as, as we mentioned, uh, we're near and dear to him for sure. Oh yes, and uh, you know, and the uh, Irish uh, Canadian Immigration Centre being named after him, uh, the great golf tournament Paddy Dunn put on, uh, the St. Patrick's Day lunch, everything, uh, just the the uh, honours and uh, you know mm-hmm. the accolades. Absolutely, he was a he was a great man and a great friend. Yeah, it's funny. One, of, it's it's interesting. One of the recipients, um, uh, Siobhan, uh, is uh, daughter of Cormac and Angela, and of course, you know, who better to write an essay on community involvement uh, than you know the offspring of those two people have just been you know stellar work with the with the uh, the GAA here in Toronto. So uh, congratulations to both of them. I don't know Sarah. I know Siobhan quite well, but um, fantastic. Very good. Sean, thanks a million for calling That's in and, and keeping us posted on this stuff and, and connecting with us to, uh, to make sure that the word gets out on this. All right. Keep warm, okay? I will. Got the sweater on now. All right. <laughs> Fair All play. Right. See you, thanks Sean. Thanks a million, Sean. Bye-bye. Slant. Fantastic. Yeah, very nice indeed. Yeah, there's uh, no doubt the man uh, deserved it for sure. Well, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk. We had, of course, Narita in last week, and mm-hmm. the Mass of Memory is on tomorrow over at St. Paul's. Mm-hmm. It all kicks off at 2.30 with the Choral Society and a GAA Guard of Honour. There's going to be a Mickey Hamill uh, yeah. tribute, which, yeah. is, uh, which, which is lovely. And we've lost a lot of stars, for sure, in this, uh, yep. in this community. Uh, Eamon Ben One and uh, the likes of, of Paddy Ellis and uh, another man, Pat Quinn. Mm-hmm. And I thought we'd, uh, just in this whole theme of memory and that, Ethna Heffernan uh, recorded a lovely track called A Song for Pat. And it's written by Con O'Connell. Here it is, A Song for Pat. Lost but never quit and 
life was fun. There are some who live three score and ten and never live at all, who never served past winning post or take an awful fall. For him life was for living with no time for feeling one of the nicest voices in this town isn't it Mark? No doubt about Hefner, it. Hefner Heffernan lovely stuff and uh, Con O'Connell wrote that song we had him on the show last week and Eamon was in the chorus in that and uh, likes of Eddie Brett and people so uh, lovely lovely tribute to Good a local. great man in this town Pat Quinn. Good local flair to that one for sure. And he was a great promoter of music from Ireland mm-hmm. bands all over the place, was always interested in introducing them to Canadians. And on the line right now is another great up-and-coming band. They've been touring this country. They, they seem to love it out here. <laughs> we have Ellie from Heathers on the line. Good morning, Ellie. Hi, how are you doing? Not so bad. We're just a little disappointed that you're not in studio with us. Oh, I wish I was. Oh, I, I tell you, we had the big announcement last week. We thought we were going to have our first live performance on this show with us. And, uh, of course, as a lot of people don't realise, this country of ours here (laughs) 
is rather large and you're travelling back from Ottawa right now, aren't you? We are, we are. We're travelling back from Ottawa on our way to Toronto for our show tonight in the Rivoli. So, um, Very good. Having lots of fun. There's lots of rain going on inside. Yes, it's a, it's a remind you of home, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Ellie, you have baked scones here and everything ready to go. Oh, uh, that's I'm why very I know. I'll have to bring some down to Rivoli. <laughs> I'll, I'll toss them up there for you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you eat and sing at the same time? Oh yes, of course, of course. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, indeed, very talented. Uh, so, listen, you were uh, you were torn around a little bit. You were in Waterloo this week, and yeah. then Montreal, Ottawa, and now back in Toronto tonight for a show at the Rivoli. Absolutely, it's been it's been really great. We had such a nice time when we were here um, during the summer, so we really couldn't wait to get back. And it's been just as good, if not better, than the last time. So, um, we're having lots of fun, but. We're leaving tomorrow, so we'll be sad to go, but hopefully we'll get to come back again soon. And tell us, what kind of what kind of audiences are you getting at these shows, Ellie? Are you seeing a lot of Irish, or is it uh, great Canadian listenership? It, there's, been, there's been, actually, there's been a little mix. So there's lots of Canadians, which we're, we were very surprised by, because, you know, we're just starting out over here and everything, and then um, it's nice to see some faces from home as well, which is always great. So it's a, it's a, it's a good mix. So it's been good and everyone's been really receptive and really um, liking our music, which is always wonderful. So, Very good. Excellent. And you're getting lots of uh, airtime on television as well. Your your song mm. Waiter is, is covered on uh, Board Scanon and also uh, you were involved in a couple of other uh, pieces with, I think, Board Falcha earlier on with a different song. We were, yeah. It's, it's, it's really great. And as, as you said, their Waiter was just on the um, the film board advertisement for um, uh, Irish film and which is amazing because that was shown you know in film festivals all around the world which is just wonderful so um, yeah things are going well things are going great and you you've been hobnobbing with with uh, all sorts of Hollywood elite as well haven't you I saw a picture of you with <laughs> Steven Spielberg and the likes so what's all yeah. that like um, we, oh it was absolutely amazing we were in LA in February. Um, and we were playing at a pre-Oscars party in J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot, and Steven Spielberg happened to be there as well, and we were just playing on front of them, got to chat to them afterwards. It was kind of one of those moments where you're just like, yeah, this is this is special. So there, so. Might, be, there might be a future track of yours on one of his movies, maybe, <laughs> with her? You never know, you never know. <laughs> never know. <laughs> so you're flying out early tomorrow, and uh, where are you off to? Are you going down to the States, or are you going to... Ireland. Yeah, we're all, we're off to New York tomorrow, so we're, mm-hmm. we'll be in the states for a couple of days, and then we fly home. Oh, very good, very good. So it's not over yet. Do you find these trips exhausting, or do you kind of look, do you look forward to them? We look forward to them. I mean, it is I th- it is tiring, but it's just so much fun, and it's really really nice getting to come here again and to meet loads of new people and see people that we've met on our previous trips and. Um, so we, yeah, we always look forward to it. Yeah, so it's always fun. And and how big is the entourage, or is it just really two or three of you? <laughs> we have well, we have our two bandmates who play with us. Yeah, and then we have our sound engineer, our sound tech, and the managers as well. So there's a couple of us. Oh, very good. We're all travelling around in the white van. Well, you could easily have room for two more now when they're in the studio. <laughs> we, we've always wanted to be part of someone's entourage. Come, come join us in our van. We could do the big announcements before the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'll bring scones. Yeah, there you go. We could throw them at the crowd. Perfect. Perfect. 
Good stuff. Well, Brian's been a great guy for uh, staying in touch with us on the emails, and one of these days we have to have you in the studio. We'd absolutely love to, yeah. And get to meet you and uh, hear a few uh, live tracks. So we're going to actually play Waiter. Tell us a little bit about that song, maybe. Yeah, Waiter is probably one of my favourite tracks on the album, and it's quite dancey. It's one of the first songs we wrote for the album Kingdom. And um, it has quite a dancey feel to it. And we just actually made the music video for it, which is up on YouTube. So you can check Great. that out. Um, but yeah, it's a fun song with a dancey feel to it. Ah, brilliant. Well, it's funny that you mention that. Every time we play it on here, Mark dances around the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to imagine that right now. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. brilliant. Don't try and imagine that. It's, not, it's not a pretty sight. If you see a whole bunch of people kind of being knocked down in the middle of the Rivoli tonight, that's me, like a bowling ball okay. I'll be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> be there with his leash shirt on him yeah, too. Yes, huh? yes. I'll keep an eye. <laughs> keep an eye. Great stuff, Ellie. Well, listen, thanks a million for joining us. Thank you for having me. And uh, good luck at the Rivoli tonight and safe travels to you uh, down to New York and back home. Thank you so much. All right, we'll play Waiter. Brilliant.
Yes, very good. Get yourself down to the Rivoli tonight. Great band, great song there. Um, just a bit of an update. I talked about the Galway Arms earlier. Um, Mike is away, and uh, I didn't get this bit of information, but there's no shortage of lads there till tell you that'll tell you what's going on down there but the annual oyster fest is on today at the galway arms and that's at four o'clock on live music by the mcintyre band from four to eight and then john mcmanus and friends after that so anyway that's what's going on at the galway arms introducing a lager with substance from guinness new guinness black lager cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out guinness black lager it's a lager less ordinary please enjoy responsibly Here we go, folks, with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events for October the 26th. Adult and Children Cayley set dancing is still going on at 5.30 and to 7.30 is for children. 7.30 to 9.30 is for adults every Monday at the Irish Supporters Club in Mississauga. Every Wednesday at the Emerald Isle Sealers Seniors Centre, 1190 Danforth Avenue. And every Thursday at the All Saints Catholic High School in Whitby. Give Maureen O'Leary a call at 416-446-6993. Today is a great day for rugby, Mark. You could be sliding around up there at Fletcher's Field if you want to get yourself up to see the McCormick Cup Final. It's on today at 2.30 at Fletcher's Field in Markham, and it's the Markham Irish Canadians versus the Aurora Barbarians. The Irish are going for their 17th win in their 63-year history, and you can get directions and all the information at fletchersfield.com. The Toronto Irish Players production of No Romance by Nancy Harris, directed by Lucy Farrell and produced by Terry O'Brien, is still going on at the Alumni Theatre, which is at 70 Berkeley Street. You can catch shows tonight, also on the 31st, November the 1st and November 2nd at 8pm and on October 27th at 2pm. For more information, go to torontoirishplayers.com. Also tonight, it's the St. Mike's Annual Awards Night at 7pm at Whistler's Grill and the McNeil Room. The cost includes a three-course sit-down dinner and table wine. For more information, go to stmikes.com. Tomorrow is the 23rd Annual Mass of Memory at St. Paul's Basilica, 83 Power Street. That is, of course, Sunday, October the 27th. It all kicks off at 2.30pm with a music prelude by the Irish Choral Society. There'll be a GAA Guard of Honour. The principal celebrant is Father Jerry Scott and the homilist is Patrick Fitzpatrick. This is, of course, to remember the tragic deaths of our ancestors in the famine of 1847 and all our loved ones who have passed away in this past year. For more information, you can contact Narita Fleming at 905-881-5012. Also tomorrow, the Brampton Rebels GAA will be hosting their annual general meeting at the Brampton Soccer Centre from 3 to 6 p.m. They'll be electing new committee members and parents are, of course, encouraged to volunteer for positions. The meeting will also double as an opportunity for parents to register for the indoor season, which all kicks off on Sunday, November the 5th at the Brampton Soccer Centre. And it'll be an open house format for the first two weeks. That's November 5th and November the 12th. You can contact the lads at Brampton Rebels GAA. Friday, November the 1st, the Ireland Fund of Canada will be hosting their first ever house party. It'll be held at the Campbell House at the corner of Queen and University. It's a beautiful Georgian house built in 1822 with a completely restored kitchen on the lower level. There'll be musicians performing traditional Irish music in the kitchen. You'll feel like you're in a cosy pub in Ireland. 
And so go on out and check them out, folks, at the IrelandFundofCanada.com. The Cork Association's 25th annual dinner dance will be held at St. Bonaventure's Parish Hall. That's at Leslie and Lawrence on Saturday, November the 2nd. And if you haven't got your tickets now, you want to be racing out to contact John Cawley at 647-285-0866 because I hear they're going like hotcakes there. Almost as hot as Narita's scones. You can win two ticks to Ireland, but you have to be at that event, folks, to get them. The Toronto Gales' 25th anniversary is on Friday, November the 8th at the Rembrandt Hall, 930 Progress Avenue in Scarborough. Tickets are $65 and it includes an entry into a draw for great prizes, including a trip for two to Ireland. Entertainment will be by Hugo. Hugo's a busy man. He's also entertaining at the Cork Association. Saturday, November the 9th at 8pm, it's the Open Door Cayleys. Everybody is welcome. Beginners and advanced alike. It's all happening at the Royal Canadian Legion at 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto. Tickets are $15. It's a cash bar. There'll even be Barry's Tea and home-baked treats. Great music by Inishon, Kaylee Band, Great Dancing, Kaylee Set and Waltzing as well. There's free parking and it's TTC accessible. Friends of Sinn Féin are holding the GEA's second annual United Ireland Cup and it'll take place on the afternoon of Saturday, November the 9th at Monarch Park Indoor Stadium at 1 Hanson Street, Toronto. The facility is just south of the Nanfort and just west of Coxwell. Games will commence at noon and should conclude around 5pm and then all supporters of the Gaelic Games in United Ireland are encouraged to come out and cheer on the teams and then there'll be an event afterwards in the uh, Hothouse Cafe at 35 Church Street. You can contact Alan McConnell at Friends of Sinn Féin for more information. The 10th edition of the Chamber Quiz is on on Thursday, November the 14th at 6.30pm and as is the case every year, it's a sellout. So you want to get in early. Your teams of four will cost you $100. The venue is also at the Hot House Cafe, and you can reserve your spot by contacting Rob McDonald at repmcdonald at gmail.com. Clear Galway Association is having their annual fundraiser pub night on Saturday, November the 16th at the Galway Arms. The entertainment will be by the Irish Boys, Ian O'Brien and Debbie Quigley, and there'll be raffles and prizes given away there. You can contact Maureen Connolly at 416-223-0753. The County Curry Association is having their curry night on Saturday, November the 23rd, and it's also at the Galway Arms. The European Union Film Festival is happening from November the 14th to the 27th at the Royal, and that's at 608 College Street. There'll be screenings from all 28 member countries, and you can get more information at eutorontofilmfest.ca. This year, Ireland will be closing the festival with the North American premiere of Natural Grace, an in-depth intimate portrait of Martin Hayes. He's one of Ireland's greatest fiddlers and a leading exponent of traditional Irish music. The film won Best Feature Documentary at the Galway Film Fla in 2012. Natural Grace director Art O'Brien is uh, Ireland's entry and that'll be the closing night on November the 27th at 6.30pm. The Ireland Fund of Canada Young Professionals are hosting the Irish Christmas Jumper Party on December the 5th at the Rose and Crown. Doors open at 7pm, tickets are $20 and you can get all the information on that at our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com Oh my lord, too much going on in come this community, for, come, come on. Up for air, Ken, come up for air, that's lord fantastic. Pokey. That's an awful lot of stuff going on, that's like March-like oh. March it like is stuff. March like stuff indeed. Good Some March. interesting things going on though. I want to plug this uh, Toronto Gales event on November 8th. Yep. Weighing in at about 181 pounds and I was like a young fella 19. Oh. I went to um, the intersection there down at Leslie and Shepherd, St. Philip's showed up there and that was my team. 
anyway, good, young, good. fresh off the boat, oh. and a fella said, "Go over there now, and there's a good team, and uh, I never look back, never look back." I tell you, I'm sure there was uh, many a great day out there for you. Huh? There was, there was, yeah. Snatching balls and scoring goals That's and it. points. See, Port Leash won uh, a record-breaking seventh Leash title. Did we know don't all need to about talk about fellas, that. Huh? We don't need to talk about that. You faced them. I'm the sure. town we call them. You oh. know, the, the, <laughs> the, the townies. Town, the townies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's eight, eight miles away. Uh, well, oh big congrats to my brother's team, uh, Ballyroan Abbey. They won the intermediate. And, oh, very good. Uh, they're now going to be playing against the town next year, oh. and so they figure they have what it takes to topple them. They've oh, got three okay. or four. They got three or four outstanding players now coming up that'll be probably on the leash team next year. So they'll give it a good oh, run. We'll be keeping an eye out for them. Yes, that's for sure. Good stuff. Well, uh, another show has come to a I an end. It it's has. unbelievable, isn't it? And uh, the table quiz, right? I yeah. Mean, I mean, I'm going with the girls. You are. I'm I away. am. I'm going to be missing it. Yeah. Yeah. I so I'm going to pull in. I have a fourth pulled in, ready to go. Uh, all good. Yeah. You, you reckon? I was going to Skype in. You reckon they're any good? I'd say the girls, thing. yeah, they'll be smart young yeah, ladies, yeah. I'd say so too. Yeah. They'll be good. Good stuff. Well, we'll go out with a track here, will we? Go out. What is it? Yeah, it's called All of Me by the Jazz Lads. And, you know, <laughs> this whole mass of memory thing and all the people that gave all of themselves. So uh, this is a good one. Here's All of Me. Slán a groove. Slán. All of Me. The whole 14 stone. Sean is going to do a fairy tale in New York after look at the smile. <laughs> All right, here we go. All of me, why not take all of me? Can't you see that I'm no good without you? Take my arms, I want to lose them. Take my lips, I never use them. Your goodbyes left me with eyes that cry. How can I go on living without you? You took the part that once was my heart. Why not take all of me? Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430 CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The-